do is, is I'm just going to take about 15 or 20 minutes and uh, do a little mini midrash on this about Yeshua being the light and um, really just showing how thankful I am that we have a place in his kingdom. Amen. And this is why we're here also to celebrate. So let's go to uh, the book of John chapter 10. Here again, I was trying to get something that was going to just be about 15 or 20 minutes. And this thing grew and grew and grew and grew. So I am going to do a little portion and then I want to finish this up next week. Because it just was getting gooder and gooder and gooder. Okay. I know that ain't proper English or Spanish or whatever. So, but gooder. None of the above. That's right. I don't even bring that up. My stomach's growling. Amen. When in the book of John in uh, chapter 10, because 1022 is where, you know, Yeshua is going to the Feast of Dedication. And this is what this feast is. This is the Feast of Dedication. This is a Hanukkah time. This is when they're rededicating the temple. This is something that happened 165 years or so before Yeshua at this time. Or maybe even longer than that since he's probably right around his 30 or 31 at this time when all this is going on. So there's a few, um, almost 200 years is, is transpired during this time. But he's celebrating what this uh, miraculous victory that happened. And we have to understand that Yeshua is the son of Elohim and he's the son of man. And he is there acknowledging what's going on. And for us today, this is why, to me, this is so important. There's so many Hebrew root congregations. They will not show up to a Hanukkah celebration because it's not in the book of Leviticus 23. Well, guess what? Grow up. You know, the thing is, is I can be a little crazy. Tammy, she almost dropped her phone. But I'm just saying, the thing about it is, is, is we have to know that if Yeshua did it, guys, he's better than me. And if he, if he was there to celebrate this time and this festival and this feast, I mean, yeah, because I promise you, if it was wrong, he wouldn't have been there. If there would have been an issue with that, he wouldn't have been there. But he was there because he is the light of the world. And we're talking about Hanukkah lights. We're talking about, do you know that in the, in the regular tabernacle, the tabernacle of Moses, which is still the, is the temple of Yahweh's house during the time of the wilderness, there was a menorah set there. And that was the light that gave. See, he is our living menorah. And we are living menorahs in this time. I just want to read a couple of scriptures. And we start in verse 1. And he said this. Now let me say this also. Now we know that in this, this is a letter that was written by John. It didn't have chapters and verses. It was just running through. We, you know, I say we did. I didn't. I ain't smart enough. But somebody put chapters and verses there to try to seg, you know, put them in sections. But when you start in John 10, verse 1, guess what? There is a nine something that came. There's something that came before it, and that is important. But we'll just see where I can go in this, these few little minutes, and then we'll finish up next week. But I wanted you to see something here. It says, Truly, truly, I say to you that he does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up another way as a man is a thief and a robber. 
So what I'm going to share with you first is, is if he's saying that somebody else tries to come up a different way other than me, talking about Yeshua, he's a thief and the robber. This right here was provoked by something that he said before. Okay? Probably the best message, the best salvation message ever preached, and we don't even know who the man is. And it's in the chapter before there. And don't y'all go there. You stay with me. Verse 2, but he who enters the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeepers open. The sheep hear his voice, and this is important. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. But when he has brought out all of his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger, a stranger they will not follow. I put down here the Sanhedrin and all other religions. They will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of the strangers. Now, he's talking to the Sanhedrin. He's talking to Pharisees here, and he's talking to Sadducees here. This is who he's addressing. He's addressing his own. Remember the scripture said, and he came to his own in his own didn't hear him. Okay, so he's talking. This is John. Really and truly, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is Old Testament because he hasn't died yet. He didn't die till right at the end of each book. Okay, so all the things that they are writing with Yeshua on this earth, we somehow or another we got him when he was born, the New Testament started. It didn't start there. It started, if you want to look at a new or the Brit Hadashah, whenever the resurrection and ascension and all of this takes place. But here, I'm just trying, I'm trying to put it into your mind who he's talking to here. He's talking to Israel here. He's talking to his brethren here. He's not talking to the nations right here. Okay, this is important. This chapter, and what he's really saying is, is he's saying, I am the light. This is his whole message. I am the light, and I am the resurrection. This is what he's saying here. I am the light. I am the resurrection. Question. The Sadducees, did they believe in the resurrection? Absolutely not. So you're going to see here, he's going to say, you're not my sheep. Why are you not my sheep? Because they're not hearing the voice. Because he is the resurrection. They didn't believe. Now the Pharisees, they did believe in the resurrection. But their problem was, is they didn't believe that Yeshua was the resurrection. Or that he is the resurrection. And see, this is what he's doing here. Now, they're grappling because they didn't want their Messiah to be like him. They didn't want their Messiah to come and deliver them from their sins. They wanted their Messiah to come to beat up Rome. And to get rid of all the Romans, to get all the Greeks, and get rid of all the people. So that we can have our four and no more. And we can just have Jerusalem and Judea. And we can celebrate for eternity. About like Peter, whenever Yeshua was on the mountain of transfiguration and the spirit of Moses and Elijah shows up, he said, man, this is great to be here. Let's build a sukkah for everybody and let's stay here. And while Peter was rambling, it said, and Yahweh interrupted him. He's not even listening. He said, this is my son. You know, because sometimes that's what we do. We feel like that when something spectacular happens, we got to do something rather than just be patient and listen. Yahweh said, I ain't got time for all that, Peter. Pay attention what's happening here. 
you're missing the whole boat. The whole boat is not for all six of us to be here and spend eternity on this mountain. He has a job to do to bring all the, not only his people, but all the nations in. So we hear that, that there's an issue about the stranger. I do want to say this. Let's jump down to verse 16. He goes on, and like I said, I'll fill in the gaps next week. In verse 16, he says this, I have other sheep that are not of this fold. Guys, for those of us who are not born with their DNA fully in Israelite blood, we are these other sheep. These are the nations that are grafted in. See, we become DNA by Yeshua's blood. But let me share something with you. Our Jewish brothers have to come in by the DNA of Yeshua's blood also. All of Israel. We're going to do when our last presentation is going to be about the nations. It's going to come in with all the tribes. Every tribe. Did, did I say every tribe? We're going to be identified with some of these tribes. We're grafted in and we're going to be a part. A mixed multitude came out of Egypt. Where have we seen this before? What's going to happen whenever Yeshua returns? That mixed multitude who has placed himself and grafted themselves into every tribe, he's going to deliver us. And I'm just so thankful that I have other sheep not of this fold. Why? Because he has not died yet. It was not that time. If you remember whenever he sent his disciples out two by two to go out and minister, he just, don't go by Samaria. Don't go by the outer. It isn't time for them yet. But there's going to come a time to where you're going to go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the outermost part, parts of the world. And they end up way over here in the United States. So you see that there's always been a plan. The plan has never been just my four and no more. It's always been mankind to be able to come in, but yet he chose a man, Abraham. And so because of sin... We had to get this righted because the seed of Abraham is Yeshua. He is that seed that he was talking about in Galatians. So I'm just so thankful that we're here able to celebrate the victories of our forefathers because we can call the Maccabees our forefathers because we've been grafted in to Yeshua. We've been grafted into the family, whether natural born or adopted. If you're adopted, if you're legally adopted, you're just as much in the family as anybody else. Amen? And that's the way it works. And I'm so thankful for what the Father, because this is what He says. And they will listen to my voice. He's talking about the other sheep, the nations. When they go out and He calls and He ministers and He worships. I mean, and He ministers and He worships them and all of these things is happening. He says, I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. Guys, you have listened to his voice. That's why you're here. You're here because you heard a sound and you, you accepted him as your Savior some point in your life. But now you're continually to grow and you're still hearing his voice. And you're here because and there's, there's people all over the world that hears his voice is celebrating. And it says, and they, and so there they will be what? I want you all to see this. And so there, talking about these other sheep, what will happen? So there they will be what? One flock and we will have what? One shepherd. 
see, he's just, he, he's putting us, he's not going to, like in the temple, you had the sons of Israel would be in one part of the temple. Then you had the court of the women. And then you had the big court of the Gentiles, the nations. We don't have that here. He's brought us all in because we're all that temple. We're all part of that one flock. We're all part of that one body, and we worship one shepherd. And that's what we're here doing today. We're worshiping Yeshua, who is the lit menorah. And we're many menorahs in this, in this land. So I'm just so thankful for what he's done. And he says in verse 17, he says, For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. And that he did. But look what happened here in verse 19. But there was again a division among the Jews because of these words. And you know the reason why there was a division? Because they wasn't his sheep. Because they, some of them didn't believe in the resurrection. And some of them didn't believe that he was the resurrection. And guys, I'm so thankful. And you know what? That battle still goes on today. There's still people that don't believe that Yeshua is the resurrection. They don't believe that he is the son of man and the son of Elohim. And he is 100,010%. Amen. And I'm just real, real thankful for that. Next week, what we're going to do is, is we're going back to John chapter 9. And we're going to bring ourselves fast forward to this. Because I didn't want to rush this. Because I thought about this. That here's, here's a blind man who was blind from birth. And we don't even get his name. We don't even know who he is. But he really does teach one of the, or preaches one of the best salvation messages that you'll ever hear. And, and what he's having to do to the people who consider themselves religious. I am very thankful about this also. I know I'll, I'll make a little short announcement here. I do know that this afternoon we'll have Rosh Kadesh here. But while we're having Rosh Kadesh, there will be a line that's going down this highway celebrating a festival that I will not name. So anyway, but that, that'll be a festival that, that we just will be going on. So we will be in here. But I just want to say this, and I'm not trying to be mean, and I'm not trying to be obstinate, and I'm not trying to be hateful. But in the scriptures, starting in the beginning, Yahweh hates a mixture. He's always hated a mixture. He wants what is pure. See, to me... He gives us his word, real simple. He gives us his word, and he tells me how to be, what to do, how to act, how to worship him. He gives me all of the what, whens, how, and everything. And what happens with mankind is, is because sometimes he puts some things in there that we just don't like. And it rubs us the wrong way, or whatever happens and then we start redefining or we start recreating ways to worship him that he never asked us to do. All he's saying is, is just simply do what I ask you to do. The message has always been really simple. But what we do as people is, is we're always trying to, what did it say in, in uh, verse 1 in John 10? He who enters the sheepfold by the door but climbs in another way. This is what's happening. Now, look, he's not talking to lost people here. He's talking to people who's been circumcised on the eighth day. He's talking to people who's in covenant through circumcision that what happened in Genesis 17. 
He's talking to his brothers here. But he's telling them something very, very important. You've got to come through the right way. If you try to come up into eternity, into another way, you're a thief and a robber. And this is, the, this is really this message of light and resurrection. Because where would you really be trying to climb to? See, he's speaking of the resurrection through this whole, whole time in John. Because that's his message. I'm the light and I am the resurrection. Guys, I'm so thankful for the resurrection because this is what I said earlier. It's very important for our children and for our grandchildren. Because, like I said, believe it or not, I was two at one time. And just in a blink of an eye, I'm 62. Things happen very fast. Life moves very fast. But this is why this is so important that during these times, because when we get into this, the meat of this next week, he's going to say, Yeshua, you got to think about this. Yeshua is saying, as long as I'm with you, the light is with you. But what happens when I leave, then darkness comes. And then nobody's going to be working in the day. But at nighttime, if you notice and understand what happens in that day, and I'll just tell you this little bit, there's two people that work at night, the watchmen and the shepherds. They are the one who works at night. The five-fold ministry, this, we're in dark times. And we are these little lights. We are, we, the body of Messiah, not me, we as the body of Messiah are the light in this dark world. We are the watchmen and we are the shepherds. The five-fold ministry is what's trying to give hope and peace in this world that's trying to stamp out. The darkness. Hasatan, Satan, wants to totally eradicate all the light. If you don't believe it, they've been trying to do it. In, I'm just, I don't even, not even talking about the, the other countries of the world. I'm just talking about our country. Our country back really after the roaring 20s and how everything started and all of the indoctrination comes to stamp out the gospel. I mean, at the very beginning, they were using Back in the 1776, you know, Terry, back in the early days, they used, this was the school book. This was the school book. You learned how to read, write, and do arithmetic from here. You know, for Dennis, you even knew how to, they even had a tax collector. So he knew how to do taxes. So you know what I'm saying? So they had a section for you. But what I'm saying is, is they, they had everything here, but now you, you don't have that. It's all by design. It's all by design to do one thing, is to put the light out. And guys, for the world, in these dark times, until Yeshua, the light returns, we are to represent this light. He places these lights in us through the Holy Spirit. This is why the ten virgins, what do they have? They have a lamp. And they have to have oil in it. They have to have the Holy Spirit. So we need the Word. We need the Holy Spirit. We need that functioning in our lives. But the only way that you're going to get it is every day put this in there. You know what I mean? you got to get this in there every day. If you don't have it, you can't shine it. 
Amen? And that's the way it works. So I'm going to end with that and look forward to next week as we dive into the